Somebody come get them. They're too old for TikTok. Somebody come get them. They're too old for TikTok. Hello, everyone. We have an amazing guest today. She's been on the podcast before. Her name is Catalina Yanone. She's a very good friend. We met at NYU, and she also is a professor at Ohio State University and lover of TikTok. Hello, mm. Catalina. Hello, Dina. Thank you for having me on your wonderful show this evening. I'm very excited. So we have to mention that we're recording on Thursday, November 17th, also known as the day that everyone realized Taylor Swift is a capitalist. Um, it's actually the day the music died. <laughs> the day the music died. So Catalina and I and some other friends also, we were, you know, like, who knows, many of you listening, tried to get Taylor Swift tickets Mm -hmm. unsuccessfully and my whole TikTok page first before the concert went on sale my whole TikTok page was like hi I'm so-and-so and and I know Ticketmaster really well so here are some like tricks and tips and I watched all these videos and I was ready I was like I am prepared TikTok prepared me but oh no it did not what was your for you page filled with that um I would say No, um, not at all. I actually, I feel like I'm an interloper in this experience Mm -hmm. where the day of the pre, the verified pre-sale and so forth, I didn't even, I had no knowledge of what was going on. But then I started seeing everyone complaining and I was like, ooh, why is everyone mad? I want to know. And so you had FOMO. <laughs> I had FOMO. I also wanted to share in the trauma. And yeah. so I was like, you know what? So on yeah, Wednesday, I was working from home. I have a Capital One card. And I was like, I mean, let's see. Let's roll the dice. And I also had had like, um, in terms of karma, not a great day because I have to buy a new car. And I was like, this is going to be my win. My win mm-hmm. is going to be I don't even want it. So I'm going to get it. (laughs) But you're going to get it. And I did not get it. (laughs) We spent hours texting each other because we were on the queue. Mm -hmm. You got in faster than me, but then, Mm -hmm. you know, you had that little tricky thing saying, oops, a fan beat you to these seats. Mm -hmm. It was really an an emotional roller coaster. I would call it an emotional roller coaster because you think that you're going to win. You think you're getting, because I was kind of looking at it as a game. And I, because I feel like there's diehard, like, People are going to listen to this and be like, you don't deserve the tickets. And you know what? I probably don't. But I had my money was green and I was ready to buy them. (laughs) (laughs) And I was thinking I'm going to buy as many as possible. And the benevolent person I am, I told you, I'll sell them to at face value if I get in. Like, I'm doing this for the experience. Yeah. Um, I'm not a capitalist. And so (laughs) I... um, Yeah, I was having fun, and then I was very quickly no longer having fun. Yeah, but then you're no longer having fun, but then it it becomes like, at least it was like an addiction for me. I was like, but I need to get these. And then I'm ready to get them, you know, Friday, November 18th, general sale. Ticketmaster sends out a tweet and is like, 
this is canceled. I yeah. sent it to you and you thought it was fake. I thought you it was straight up was like, this is fake news. Well, no, because they're making all these fake accounts now. So I was like, this yeah, is no, fake. No. This is how they're going to trick everyone. And that way no one's going to go in. No, it was a hundred percent real. And that yeah. honestly, I'm dead. I'm loving the reactions. I'm loving the takes. People are really on one right now. Um, yeah. and there's just, this is just like a really great moment to be alive. <laughs> I just feel exhausted. So I don't know about great moment, but I will say that I've gone to TikTok and I've loved being able to commiserate with everyone because it's such a collective thing. And it's also like the Swifties are banding together mm -hmm. and like they will take down Ticketmaster. Like mm -hmm. I hope they do. Yeah, I'm ready. There is an amazing video that kind of sums up, I think, all our experience. It's by the user Miranda Hardy Music. Here it is. Hi, we channeled our rage into this fire jam. Listen to our song. <laughs> I have this problem where I have a call for ticket master. Midnight will be when the queue resumes. I get obsessive when the back end psycho shoves the people in front of me in the waiting room. I should not have signed into two devices, refreshed it twice and thrice is to end at high prices. I pricing I woke up fiending but leaning toward giving up on show seating cause I'm tired of their scheming. I share one last time, it's me, I justify service fees, you're slow. First of all, these two have great voices and the lyrics are perfect. And that's just our experience with Taylor Swift. There's plenty more Taylor Swift videos. There's this parody video. There's also, there's people crying. There's people, yeah, what have you seen, Kelly? I saw something actually, this was on Twitter, but it is Taylor Swift um, related. You know the guy who started the bejeweled dance trend? where he goes no. he really it's this guy and he does this dance where he like holds his oh. arms up and then he struts oh, oh. He, oh yes i was he didn't get about tickets that. <gasps> the, but oh my justice God. for the man who began the bejeweled trend but he's also doing all is he the guy who's also doing all the other taylor dances like he's popping up on my for you page all the time uh, or am I thinking of a different dancer? He's not. I would man. say he's not like an advanced dancer. He's just yeah, like a yeah, man no. walking in his room. <laughs> Correct. Yes. yes. Okay. This is the same. Yes. Bad, poor lighting. Yes. Very bad yes. Lighting. Yes. Yes. No but now, like quality. everyone is doing the dance. Like I saw a baby do the yes. dance. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so right. I also saw a TikTok that was like basically Taylor should just get all of these TikTok dancers and just start the show with them, like justice mm. for them. Because this dancer guy, like she should, like he should just be on stage with her. Basically. I I saw one 
that was saying that that you know there's so many like Taylor impersonators or lookalikes on TikTok, and they were like they were like this girl just needs to go on tour. I'm like I would go to like the Wish version of the Eras (laughs) tour. (laughs) (laughs) Like it'd be with the with the TikTok dancers. I feel like that could be fun. I would go to the MetLife Stadium parking lot (laughs) and watch it in the parking lot so I didn't have to like go through the stadium security also I just hate like going to concerts and stadiums mm-hmm. like I think like at this age I'm too old to like take the path train and be like shoved up against the wall and then like wait in a like cattle car you know mm-hmm. it's it's not for me anymore mm-hmm. so maybe it's a blessing yeah I feel like I have like an irrational sort of like public safety fear or my, yeah. perhaps not irrational when it comes to going mm-hmm. to like large-scale events but I would go. I mean, that's I mean, the thing. Yeah, I would go. I would go. I'd love to go. I'm not going to be upset because I'm not one of these, like, I don't have a parasocial relationship with Taylor Swift. I like her music. I'd love to see her play Folklore Live, 1989, you know, the bops. But yeah. And Midnight. I love her yeah. new album. I can't stop listening to it. Yeah. So. I'd love to see it. But. I mean, I will say people acting all surprised are like, they're like defending her. It's kind of like, leave Britney alone. It's like, Taylor's yeah. innocent in all this. I'm like, trust no billionaire, guys. Guys. Well, I feel like I'm on both sides of TikTok videos where people are defending her, but then also the side of like, guys, she's a capitalist because I'm obviously on capitalism. TikTok. It's the free market economy at its finest. And it's like, you know, there are, I, I've been seeing a lot of defenses of her. I'm just like, guys, just accept what it is. It's Ticketmaster, it's a for-profit company, making money. A, a monopoly. <laughs> having a monopoly. Yeah. And then the artist is also looking to profit. She's going to get butts in seats no matter what. She doesn't care whose butt it is. Sorry. Like, you know, she has the act where she cares, and I think she she does cultivate this sort of, like, relationship with her fans. But ultimately, those stadiums are going to be packed. They're going to be packed with fans because no one who isn't a fan is going to buy a resell. My, my friend $90,000. Dude, did I send you the screenshot? Yeah, yeah $90,000. 54000 54000 I saw one that was 90000 for one ticket. This was my friend who That's got insane. tickets at MetLife looked up in her section the resale prices and it oh, was wow. $54,000. She should resell them. If she's I know. I, it's I'm like, buy a house. <laughs> yeah. He said, well, a house doesn't cost. What kind of house? Well, a town <laughs> Yeah. Um, I don't um, live there anymore. <laughs> yeah. Before we move on for, from Taylor, I will have to shout out my friend Karen, who is a huge Swifty fan, mm. and she had meetings, so she gave me the verified codes, and that's why I was in mm. with her account. And I feel like I just let her down because I couldn't get him. But, and then I couldn't get the Capital One. But you know what? There's still hope. I'm also going to shout out Karen because I was going to give her the tickets if I got them. And oh, yeah. sorry, well, sorry, Karen. That's <laughs> sorry, Dina. And sorry to me. Yeah, sorry to, sorry to the country. Sorry to everyone <laughs> in this yeah. trying time. Yeah. All right, moving on. Taylor Swift was obviously taking my For You page, but... The marathon took up my For You page. Kylina, were you on, like, any running TikTok, or was it just me because I, like, obviously, like, um, watched these videos? 
so I found that my TikToks clearly change based on where I'm located. So mm-hmm. I think that while I was in New York and immediately at, because I went to go see you in the marathon. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Catalina was a very good friend. She went, flew from Ohio to New York to see me in the marathon. It was very nice of you. Thank you. Um, I, my, this person that I work with in the hallway today just yelled out to me, did your friend do well in the marathon? <laughs> <laughs> you should tell that person that I won. And I was like, she survived. <laughs> Um, I've gotten some marathon content, but not recently, I don't think. Yeah, I I mean, the week of the marathon and the week after the marathon, it was like every other video. It was like I was on Run Talk, and I was like, you know what, I like it, because it is good. It's like, like that community feeling, and I, I, I made a parody video. Mm-hmm. Someone did a POV of finishing the, the marathon in like three hours. And I was like, POV, finishing the marathon in six hours, 40 minutes. And it did really well because I just like having fun at the marathon. I obviously, I don't do it for time. But it has been nice. There's, I want to shout out a couple of TikTokers who were like really like chatting about the marathon. It was Ashley Mateo, Mrs. Space Cadet, who we have, who we had on the podcast, Mm -hmm. Uh, when we first started, she didn't run this year, but she got called to New York. She did some great interviews. The badass lady gang, Kelly Roberts is great. She has some great TikTok videos from the marathon and leading up to it. So it's been a nice community. Yeah. And actually while we were watching you in the marathon, in the, the, we ran into a TikTok creator. We saw him in the street. Um, we were on, I think it was fifth Avenue where you're entering the park and we, we're walking downtown. I think maybe we had already seen you. And my friend Ashley, who I was with, was like, oh, I think that's that, that guy's from TikTok. Like, I didn't even spot him. And we just stood on the corner and just, like, awkwardly looked at him. His name is Dutch on TikTok. I love Dutch. I think this, this is running to, like, you need a to interview celebrity. Him. Yes, he, I love I him. Mean, when he first popped on my For You page during the pandemic, it was like an immediate follow. The way mm-hmm. he tells stories, the way he's so New York, like, mm-hmm. ugh, I just love him. His That's key. like a huge yeah. celeb sighting. Yeah, and he was just, you know, alone. And I went, are you enjoying the marathon? <laughs> and he said, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, that was really cool. That was my first TikToker in the wild, I think. I love that. I love that he was like super nice to you and approachable. Yeah, yeah. it's great. All right, next trend, which is a big one. There's a video. The original video is by At The Crinkle, and it's about people doing bits. Here's the original audio. My friend sent me a TikTok a while ago about a guy who was talking about the bits that he does in his everyday life just for himself, and it never occurred to me that I do this too. So here are some of my favorite bits. All of these are dumb, and all of them I physically cannot stop doing. The one that's probably been going on the longest is just telling people I have a lot in common with them if they say something generic. I think I did this at a, to a Trader Joe's employee one time, but they picked up the pot stickers that I was getting and they were like, oh, I really like these. And I was like, I love them too. We have so much in common. <laughs> Another recent one that I've been doing is just appointing people to positions in a cult that I don't have. I, the positions are open, I just don't have a cult. But anytime someone says something that I like or I, something I agree with, I'm like, oh my God, that's a really good point. You know what? You can be COO of the cult, my cult, when I start it. That was probably gonna get me in trouble at some point. Then this audio was stitched like multiple times. We'll play some of some of my favorites. I mean, there's one by at 
Nitya sweater that's really good. Here it is. I definitely do this too. So here are my bits. When I'm meeting up with someone I haven't seen in a while, I'm always like, oh my gosh, I haven't seen you since the American Revolution. I'm pretty sure I stole that from Tumblr. Or if I'm leaving an event where I know everyone really well, I like to make it awkward and I'm like, bye guys. It was so great to meet everyone. <laughs> when I'm done recapping anything, I end it with, and that's what you miss on Glee. And that's a crowd favorite. I'm 26, but when I'm feeling a little cheeky and someone asks me like to hang out, I'm like, let me ask my mom, but if she says yes, I'm down. In hers, I love, and that's what you miss on Glee. I feel like <laughs> I've heard people do that. That's like a yeah. very like millennial thing to do. Yeah, I definitely, I sent you one of these. I didn't watch, did. I finally watched the original, and the original is also pretty funny. Um, yeah. And But the one that I first saw was a stitch. And then, yeah, I realized it was also a trend. But these people, I'm like, you must be exhausting to be around, honestly. Some of their <laughs> bits are a bit much, I, I will say. Yeah. yeah, another one I really like, uh, the user's at Gracie Phillips, and she does one about her mom's bit. Oh, yes, those were good. The queen of bits is my mother. So I want to tell you all some of the bits that she does that she's done for most of my life. Um, the most recent one she's been doing is anytime she goes to the store she'll ask and she'll say hey do you need anything i'm gonna go to the store and then no matter what time of year it is whenever you tell her what you want she'll look you dead in the eye and say oh sorry i didn't grab your name for christmas and then just walk out the door um and then another one is if my dad disagrees with her and this one's specific to my dad but if my dad disagrees with her she looks around at everyone in the room she goes did y'all just hear that he just called me fat and then she rewords his sentence. So, like, she'll say, he said he didn't want to eat chicken for dinner, fatty. Did everyone hear that? Your dad just called me fat. And then she gaslights everyone in the room to think that my dad called her fat whenever he never has. There was one where she was, like, stacking the, she was, like, whenever you leave the room, my mom stacks everything and then oh, says something. Yeah, they were, they, and then I made a list of my own bits because yes, I was thinking. Yes, please tell, I was going to ask you, what are, what, you definitely have bits, Catalina. Please read your list. Okay, so I was sitting here thinking, I don't have any bits. <laughs> and then the more I thought about it, my bits list got kind of long. And here I am saying these people must be exhausting to be around. I must be exhausting to be around. Uh, oh, wait, so, sorry, before you start, Yes. Can I name one bit that I know that you have? And I'm wondering if it is on the list. Oh, let's find out. Okay. Okay. You were the first person I heard when I was in a car with you say, is it punch buggy? No punch back. Is that, <laughs> is that a bit? Is I, I, that's I, a bit to me. That's not a bit because a bit is a joke. That is just like a that's good. That's not a joke. No punch buggy. No punch <laughs> back. That's not a bit. I'm not joking. <laughs> What is that, for karma? That's like if you see a BW Beetle and you would go punch yeah. back, you know, punch backs. Not a bit. A bit is intended for humor. That is intended I thought it was hilarious when you would do that. I'm glad. Okay. Thank you. Okay, well, that wasn't on your list. Okay, please no. continue. I apologize. Okay, no worries. Okay, one of them, the first one that I thought of was... I used to have a friend who won't be named because they're no longer my friend. I'm going to make up a <laughs> fake name. Um, I'm going to call her um, Daisy. <laughs> and okay. So Daisy, we had a large friend group falling out. I used to live in Austin, Texas, and we had a large friend group falling out. 
And one of the things that had to do with this friend group falling out was that Daisy was trying to arrange... I could also say her name and you could just bleep it. I don't know if that's better. No, keep keep on with Daisy. Okay, that's better. so Daisy was trying to arrange her birthday party during peak COVID and wanted all... <laughs> this is like when no one's leaving their house and wanted all of us to go to this lake house and rent separate cabins and everyone had to pay $150 a night to go 30 minutes from Austin where we were living to like hang out outside for her birthday. And so it caused like a big issue. She got mad that people didn't want to spend $300 to go on this trip because it's $150 a night. And so now whenever I'm talking to my friends who are aware of this situation, I ask if they bought something or if they're saying something is expensive, I say, how many Daisy's birthdays did it cost? Oh, yeah, that's good. That's <laughs> so, a good bit. So I asked for things in increments of her birthday. This also mm-hmm. has to do with that. Whenever I talk about, like, someone who was, like, a friend along the way, I refer to them as fallen soldiers. I'll be like, oh, my mm-hmm. fallen soldiers. Um, my friends and I oftentimes just, um, we'll like be talking about an event and then we will just be like, we're going to have an orgy, right? We're going to have an orgy. And then we just all start chanting orgy, orgy, orgy. And I think that my mispronunciation of orgy also really connects to another one of my bits, which is just like in general, mispronouncing things on purpose, but with a straight face. Bevergino. Um, Bevergino, But yeah. also I'll say like, I'll be talking on the phone with, like, Ivan and, like, last night. And I'll be like, oh, I had salmon for dinner. And I'll be like, it's actually pronounced slamming. <laughs> <laughs> Another one I would say is since I used to be young compared to others. <laughs> oh, wow. Whenever, so, because I'm, like, a doctor and I present as youthful every day a little bit less. Um, if anyone ever makes a comment on it, I say, I'm actually a child prodigy. Um, mm, that's a good one. Yeah. You do that one. Yeah. That kills. That kills yeah. That one, that one kills. Mm-hmm. Um, another one is, um, whenever I'm talking about someone I don't like, or if someone gets brought up, I'll go, I miss him. Or I miss her. <laughs> I especially do this with my friend Claudia. Um, mm, and yes. then, oh, my number one bit, I would say, is I do something called the Eye Contact Charleston, where I do this dance called the, well, I say it's the Charleston, but it's really just me doing like a creepy movement and making direct eye contact. And one time I did the Eye Contact Charleston and we sent a direct message to, may he rest in peace, Aaron Carter, of me doing the oh, eye contact yes. Charleston. Oh. And so, yeah, that's another one. Wait, did Aaron Carter see this message or no? I don't think he opened it. And <laughs> this was not his cause of death. So, <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. We, well, I do want to take note that you were Aaron Carter's number one fan. Right. That could be a bit as well. Just Aaron yeah. Carter in general. Yeah, that's like a shtick. That's more that's of That's my shtick. Yeah. That's yeah. my shtick. What about you? How many... How many text messages did you get when Aaron Carter did die? I got more text messages on that day than I've gotten on any birthday in recent memory. <laughs> See, that's how much Just a fan you are. really, my mom texted me. My aunt emailed wow. me. I got... Wow, that's a family. Really, people piling on, piling on. Wow. So, well, RIP. Yeah, rip, rip, rip. 
So I think we have a bit we do together, but now that it's I'm thinking of it, it's not a bit. Mm-mm. It's just a tradition. It's a tradition. So there's a difference between tradition and bit. Bit is yeah. meant to be done for comedic effect. I mean, I think what we do sometimes brings out comedy. Basically, oh, you want to tell? Ka- you want to tell? You're telling? Kelly Ka- <laughs> and I were roommates in college, and every night before we went to bed. Okay, that makes we... it sound weird. <laughs> it does sound very weird. We were roommates um, for a brief period of time. For a brief period. But we would sing each other a lullaby, and then <laughs> oh, we would end it. We would end it and ask each other what makes each other happy. So we would go to bed on a on a high. Yeah. And I, that's, I mean, that's a tradition. Also a bit. It's a tradition. I wouldn't, okay. I don't, I have a final bit. Go for it. Um, this is another, I feel like I have a lot of friend group bits. Yeah. Another friend group bit that I have is whenever we see something, like a picture with many components of literally anything, we can like send it to people and just say, tag yourself. Or like, mm. if you see something, I'm like, yes. I'm, <laughs> like, I'm the, the corner. Yeah, the exactly. Yeah, yeah. So tagging yourself is another bit. I think that's yeah. a bit, but yeah, there's a, apparently there's a fine line now with what is a bit and what is not a bit. Yeah, but I think that watching those videos will help people clarify the meaning of bit. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's a great trend. I I love hearing about people. Love it. Love people's bits. Yes. Love them. All right. Moving on to a great audio trend, the original creator is Natalie Jane Sings. This riff is crazy. She sings, first of all, they're in a parking lot. I'm like, they have a camera set up at like an angle from below. So it looks cool. Like it doesn't look staged, but it's clearly staged, but like just enough that it looks really cool. And then it sounds really cool. And it got the attention of the one and only CeeLo Green. Mm, Did you know, Catalina, that CeeLo Green was also Narls Barkley? I feel like I knew that, and then I immediately like, forgot. forgot. Yeah. yeah. Because that does not shock me, you know? I agree. Like, at one point, I'm sure I knew it, or I want to think I'm cool enough that I knew it, but maybe I didn't. But CeeLo, a.k.a. Gnarls, is on TikTok, and mm-hmm. so he is riding this wave of his song being super popular, and here's what he had to say about it. What's up, everybody? This is your truly CeeLo Green. Some people call me Gnarls. And I have been checking out the TikTok Crazy Riff Challenge. Some of it has been great. Some of it has been funny. Some of it has been not so good, but I love it all just the same. Keep up the good work, guys. It's so cool. I'm glad you guys still love this song so many years later. And I am loving the bad versions Mm -hmm. of them because... Bad singing gives gets me laughing. Intentional all bad, the time. intentional bad singing. No, not intentional. I intent. Yes, intentional these are intentional. Gets me going. The- these are intentional. But I love when also people think they have a good voice. And they don't, but it is, these are great. I have a good example: the Fergie Please. national anthem when she did it jazz style. Right. I mean, honestly, that is peak peak bad singing, and you should play. Hysterical. You should play a clip of that. Oh, I will. Yeah. Let off, let one steel 
try the riff together i can try i will say i do want to make one comment about okay. your algorithm and my algorithm okay i do not get these singing videos <gasps> you don't get any you haven't no. seen this on your free this is no. this is a huge trend no for me. i got my first one today and i think it was because i had watched the I ones that you showed me <gasps> i get wow. things like um that russian man who eats like raw meat and mm, I don't takes that. a bite of a pickle <laughs> and then drinks vodka. I actually gave him a follow today. Yeah, I think we're on, while we're sometimes on the same side of TikTok. Yeah, I feel like we are. We're sometimes on very distinct sides of TikTok. And the singing side is one that I don't enter often. But See, I engage with, with singing on TikTok. I love, because I'm on the musical theater side and I feel like they <gasps> overlap. Like, Oh, I'm going to tell your listeners voices. something. What? This week... I shared a song oh, with Dina. Wait, wait. Wait, oh. wait, before you keep going, I was going to get to that later. Oh. Hold that thought. Okay. Hold that thought. All right. Hold that thought. Okay, let's sing, Dina. Sorry to, <laughs> sorry to cut you off, but we are going to get to that later. I okay. Know exactly where you're going. All right. Let's sing. I remember I one. Remember I remember I remember I lost my mind. There's a day. Where I I didn't know the woo was in the song. That was in the original. That was because the whole thing was her friend was so shocked that she got that riff. She goes, woo, woo. It was like a surprise. Um, this is actually reminding me. We've been pra we've been training for this our whole lives with our lullaby, lullaby. bedtime routine. <laughs> yes. Our voices have reached mass potential. Maybe we should do a trend of us singing that song on TikTok. It'd be good. It'd be good. Yeah. I think CeeLo would classify it as one of the good ones. Not yeah, the bad ones. probably, probably, probably. For sure. Okay, I'm going to skip ahead to what you were hinting mm. at in terms of songs and TikTok. Mm. So I sent you a song and it was by Becky and David Guetta. And the reason why I found this song is because the Longacre Tavern, which is this great bar in Times Square. We went there at my birthday. That is an oxymoron. Yes. No, I mean, it is. My friend manages it. I actually love it. Yes, uh, it's we, fun. We went there after Medieval Times and Margaritaville, you know. <laughs> it was great. New York's so they, hottest attractions. Yeah, so Longacre Tavern posted a video. They just got on TikTok, so go follow them of this trend of this Becky Hill and David Guetta song. Only when I ain't in bed on my own And I wake up and I see your name on the phone Lights flash and like people pop in and out. That's like the trend of the song. And I love this song. I can't stop playing it. So I said, I share it with Catalina. You didn't like it. Well, no, we were in person. You gave me yeah. no context whatsoever. And yeah. you just started playing the song. And I said, yeah. It's not for me. You said it's not for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's such a good song. It's fine. But you, you dissed it. You said, not for you. You hated it. I couldn't, uh, uh, I couldn't uh, play uh, it anymore. Uh, uh, okay. So now tell your story that I interrupted. Now well, go back. 
with this in mind, knowing mm -hmm. that Dina has this particular genre of music, I would say the peak example of it is the Ella Henderson ghost song. Love that song. Yeah. So I have, she likes this like <laughs> stomping kind of like belting yeah. music. Um, and so I, on my way to work, I walk to work and one of my things that I've been doing is I'll listen to a Peloton outdoor run <laughs> while I'm while walking. walking. Yeah, and they're like, so sprint. And I'm like, nah. But I kind of like it because they talk to me. So I was listening yes. to one the other day, and it was pop music. And this song came on. And as I was listening to it, I was like, ooh, Dina would totally like this song. And so I very excitedly sent it to Dina. And you were like, mm, no. no. I said, what did I say? I said, not for me. <sighs> So rude, so rude. And I was, and then you got offended. I said, but hey, remember a week ago when you didn't like a song that I like? Well, now I'm, you know how it feels. Okay, okay. I, I see how it is. I see how it is. We're gonna That's be how it is. We're gonna be that way. I was just speaking my truth. Okay, and as, as was I. I don't believe that you were. I think that you were clouded. Your judgment. <laughs> on that song was clouded by your frustration with my flippant and perhaps a little um, rude response to when you showed yes. me your song. I'm very glad you just admitted it was a rude response. It was. So I had just read a marathon or was about to. I don't you think so. Just been nice to I me. think <laughs> in order to make amends, what both of us have to do is sit down like, and listen to the other person's song. Ten times. With an open heart. And an open mind. <laughs> and an open mind. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Wait, what's the name of the song that you sent me that I should listen to? Oh, I'll, I'll no. play it. I'll play it. Okay. I, I'll tell you the name. I, I have it. I yeah. downloaded it. Oh, you downloaded it? You downloaded the song that you don't like? I mean, it's free. I, have, I pay for Apple Music. Oh, I have Spotify. Yeah, most people do have Spotify, but I like to be different mm. Mm. I, I love that for that. you Spotify rap uh, it's called not giving in rudimental John Newman and Alex Claire that's my mind and that's my goal not giving in Also, kind of reminded me of that Eurovision song, the UK one that got zero points that you really Oh, that liked. I am obsessed yeah. with. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Embers. Oh, I love I'm that so song excited so for Eurovision TikTok. Can we just say that? Oh, oh, I need to get on that side. When do they release those videos? Generally, February. January, February. Mm. Yeah. Okay. We're it's coming. Close. It's We're imminent. Mm -hmm. Moving on to the next trend. It's not really a trend. It's just a user who's become super popular and really reminds me of Catalina and myself. Uh, even though this person is definitely much younger than us, but the user is at Dumb Mackenzie and she reads her diary entries and they're amazing. Here's our favorite one. December 15, 2014. I ate all the lip gloss mom got me. It was from Sephora. It was vanilla coconut flavored. And tonight in my room, I squirted the whole thing in my mouth and digested it. 
I am a gross girl. I am a sad girl. Mom got this for me so I could be pretty and I ate it. It tasted awesome and that is the saddest part. There is no winning. My stomach hurts and I am too old for this. And beauty tastes good. Fuck. Catalina, have you eaten? 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 Have you ate? <laughs> Why can't I think of the word? Eaten. Have you, have you eaten lip gloss before? Okay. I probably have. I mean, if it smelled good, I probably tasted it. You know? I would agree with that. There was some good flavored, like, chapsticks back in the day. I probably had a little taste. Yeah, I wouldn't put it... I mean, I've eaten a lot of things, so <laughs> I think that, <laughs> I think that uh, lip gloss would be maybe, like, one of my worst offense... My least worst offenses. You're, okay, yeah. My least but, worst... I'm a doctor. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that, <clears throat> I mean, I must. I do remember very vividly being a kid hiding behind the couch in my aunt's house and eating a dog biscuit. <laughs> I was That's like, like good. it looked really good to me. And you know what? It was not I, I vividly remember eating. My mom was in some aerobics class and there was a ball of what looks like a really delicious candy. And I bit into a ball and it was a soap ball. Oh, and so I literally, soap ball. Ooh. So I washed my own mouth out with soap Ooh. as a child. You know, this is, we were both fat kids. Yeah. And this is just, you know, you ate whatever you could. And yeah. Especially if people weren't looking. And it's not fat phobia, it's just a fact. Just a fact, we were obese children. <laughs> I don't think I was a. Well, I might have been. I don't know. They're always changing, they're always changing the goalposts of what obese is, so I don't even know these days. I mean, I went to fat camp, but but still to this day, my biggest accomplishment was that I was the skinniest fat kid. That's fat camp. honestly really sad. I'm really. I think you need to unpack that in therapy. But I mean, yeah, I, I thought that I, I my I thought my biggest accomplishment was gonna be getting Taylor Swift tickets on mm -hmm. <laughs> my bad day. So we all have our delusions. We all have our yeah our our problems. Yeah. Yeah. I want to end with something that I just like thought it like popped in my head of like old TikTok. I think it was a year ago. We were all obsessed with Noodle the Pug, <gasps> and this just Where's popped Noodle? in my head. Right, right. Where's <gasps> Noodle? This Where's Noodle? So, so I this I had the same reaction. I think, oh my God, did Noodle die? <gasps> what, Don't you know, even say Noodle's, that. Knock no. on wood. So I go, I go to Noodle's alive, thriving. And there's still a noodle still doing his thing. Is it um what was it? Uh in no Yeah. Yeah. And this was like peak noodle time a year ago. And I, I kinda like I miss noodle. Like, is it gonna be a bones day or no bones day? And it just unlocked these memories of great TikTok time. Um, did you check out Noodle? Is Noodle still doing Noodle's okay? Yeah, no, it, it just popped in my head and I said, I gotta still... check this on is, Noodle. This yeah. is actually something I kind of wonder about creators who have one bit yeah. like noodle yeah. how do is you is that a grow? bit that's a i think it's a bit it's a recurring mm. bit the bones no okay. bones it's okay. a recurring bit so okay. because i think you said this about 
people will follow you on TikTok if you continue to produce similar content. And I've even found myself doing yeah. this where I see a video I like, I go to the person's page, and if they produce similar videos, I'll follow them. But if the mm -hmm. video seems kind of like a one-off, I might not follow them. So yeah. that's how you I get followers. The algorithm definitely does reward niches. Right. So once you have your little niche, like, you're good. But then when you're and, trapped in it. Like, right. And Noodle, and I think that, and I, I'm forgetting the um, uh, Noodle's owner's name, but he's great. Like, he, he created a book, and, like, he was on the Today Show. And I think it's still very relevant. It was, those, it was this kind of fleeting time where and it all hit at once, and mm -hmm. everyone knew Noodle. You know, the past three months, Noodle didn't even pop into my head. And then all of a sudden, I was like, What's Where's up with Noodle? Noodle? Yeah. I, I thought about that with um, Gray and Mama. The thank you, Mama. The little boy that goes, oh, thank you, Mama. the little boy. Yeah, what's he? Is he he's like He's still around. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's definitely grown up. And then I started scrolling yeah. back. And I think it's that you kind of stop seeing the videos. Like, they stop yeah. being pushed through your algorithm. Even if you follow them. Yeah, too. I follow. The, I think yeah. I follow both of those accounts. But yeah, they never. Yeah. They never come up on my pages. Well, I'm glad to hear that Noodle is well and that yeah. um, Gray is, you know, in college. So Yeah, he's, he's an old man by yeah. now. Out of diapers. Uh, but, yeah, that's the thing about TikTok. It's all, like, these waves and these cycles, and it moves so fast. Mm -hmm. But it's what I love. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we're currently riding the Taylor wave. The Taylor wave. Oh, are we? The Taylor CeeLo green wave. <laughs> With that... Thank you, Catalina. This has been a joy. I appreciate you joining Too Old for TikTok. Thank you. Do you have you. anything you want to plug? <laughs> My book? No, it's not out. Um, I would like to plug the song Not Giving In, Rudimental, featuring John <laughs> Newman and Alex Clare. I think it's a really fun song that Dina Greenbaum would like in if she wasn't mad at me. Mad at you. Okay, I'll, we'll play that out. Thanks, everyone, for listening. You could follow on Instagram, Too Old for TikTok Pod. Subscribe, rate, review. Thanks very much. Bye.